life is a fight. Um, at least, at least in the ways that if you if there's a particular kind of life that you want to have, there's a particular way that you want to see your life, you you're going to have to fight for it in some way, shape, or form. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm here with Jeremy Murphy. Jeremy's a certified personal trainer, kickboxing instructor, self-proclaimed professional listener. I like that. I've been called that as well. And a certified confidence and performance coach. Jeremy, how are you doing today? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I really appreciate you joining me. Uh, fill in any of those gaps that I missed uh, as far as what you do, any specialties that you, that you may have. Um, no, I mean, that pretty much covers it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I do want to ex- express that, you know, it, <laughs> when I listen to that, you know, when I listen to that, it might sound as if it's like this and then this and then this and then this, but it's more like this. It's more like they're all kind of interwoven all together, kind of essentially at the same time, which is to say, uh, let me give it, let me say it this way to give it a little more context. Um, so about my, my background is in martial arts. Let me start that way. So I started martial arts uh, in uh, karate in uh, college, which was like 2001. <laughs> that shows, shows my age, which I, which I feel great about. I think my age is awesome. Right. And I, think we're, I think we're around the same age. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I graduated, yeah, I graduated college in uh, 03. Yeah, all right, so great. Our, our age is awesome. Our whole generation is awesome. Yep. 40 plus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, my journey, uh, into kind of like the fitness wellness world started there. And my whole point was, I just wanted to learn how to fight actually. So that's how that started. And then uh, a little later on, I started in Cal State Long Beach, by the way, um, Southern, Southern California. And then a, bit, a little bit later on, as I got better at competing and fighting in tournaments, I got, my friends started asking me what I had learned. And most of what I had learned had come from people who beat me up, basically. <laughs> they taught me how to fight by beating me up. So. Right. But as a result of facing people that were, you know, tough and scary and knowledgeable, um, I learned how to beat other people that other people became much, much less scary. And my knowledge, you know, kind of increased, right, in terms of the tournament world. So then I took that and at some point competing nationally, internationally, regionally with a good deal of success in that, in that realm, I decided to do uh, uh, mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts are starting to bubble up. This is like 2007 now. Yeah. So I start mixed martial arts. And again, I, I kind of start at the bottom and I get beat up by everybody, like everybody. You know, I went to this gym. I thought it was awesome from my karate background. Turns out not so much in this new uh, realm. 
right. so I just got beat up by people and so I started learning some things and picking up some things and then I competed in uh, amateur MMA and then professional MMA um, um, and uh, I got better you know I got better by having people beat me up <laughs> but uh, my, the pinnacle of my career so far has been uh, Bellator a Bellator fight which was in 2017 and I got this third round knockout that was really great so my oh, nice. age yeah that's what, that's, uh, that was my that was my greatest experience not only for the win but the process leading up to the win um, but as I was training as I started training in, in uh, MMA I started a personal training career uh, and uh, as I was personal training I found myself trying to, uh, uh, I wanted to differentiate myself. So I found a gym that allowed me to um, show, to do boxing, kickboxing classes and do personal training. And at that time I already started my amateur MMA career. So it all kind of made sense, right? It yeah. all, all meshing. Um, and then later on, you know, fast forward to the present, um, I still do, um, I, I learned how to, you know, help people get fit and get strong lifting weights. I, most of my people, we train like athletes. My clients tend to be people that aren't trying to lose, you know, 20, 30 pounds, things like that, which is great. Nothing wrong with that. My clients tend to be people who are kind of like weekend warriors or mm -hmm. kind of like semi-pro and want to find the next gear, want to take it nice. to the next level, right? But I found in all that, in the MMA, with the MMA boxing, kickboxing, and in the weightlifting, and now becoming a, a certified life coach or what I like to call confidence coach i found that i had been doing the, essentially the same thing the entire time which is i've been using these modalities boxing kickboxing mma or even just lifting to help people feel better about themselves yeah. and it wasn't even just the 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 function of the art was part of it but it's also the conversations and i think what what stood out i think what made me what brought me to this point is not that I was the most knowledgeable about the body part and then this attaches to this and stuff. I think what maybe what made me successful because I, I worked in a, a gym called Equinox. Mm -hmm. You might be Equinox. Yep. About yeah, 2013, uh, 2013 to 2014-ish, something like that, the 12 to 14. And uh, there's a ton of trainers there, ton of trainers, and super knowledgeable people, big beautiful people, muscular people. Men, women, all these people, I was really intimidated. And the only thing that I had to stand out, it was like 30 trainers in one gym. Only thing I had to stand out was my boxing, kickboxing. So I, I, I brought out the mitts. Me and my people started making noise. People started looking around. And some people said, I hate that guy. I put him on the other side of the gym. And some people said, that sounds awesome. I want to train with that guy. So <laughs> right, right, right. I found that the only thing that, um, I found that the entire time, all I'd been doing was helping people um, feel better about themselves through yes. the through the work and through the conversation and also having fun, you know? So, um, so I'm just trying to take that to another level where I can start to do that. And I can do that in a space almost like this, where there's right. no fitness necessarily, but there's a conversation of what's, you know, what, what are you most afraid of? What are you most challenged by? Who do you really want to be? And how do we get to the bottom of that and start to create some yeah. clarity, energy and action around that? That's the, I think that's the reason I started the podcast in the first place. It's like, I, I've been a trainer since right after college, 2004, five, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, and finally started to figure that out that, you know, fitness is, is a vehicle to somewhere. Right. And I, I love, you know, I love the word confidence. I think that's something that everybody wants more of. Right. Uh, I like, I like what you said about how you learned how to fight by getting beat up <laughs> because that's a great metaphor i mean that's life too right like you you really learn from your failures right uh right. and 
you know, not that we want to just fail all the time, but I think it's how we, how we interpret those failures and how we go into them. Right. So if we don't call them failure, we just say, okay, I learned something from that. Right. Next time I fight, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to duck to the left or, you know, whatever the, the, the practical strategy is same thing with life. Like, Oh, next time, maybe I shouldn't, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't spend all my money and go into credit card debt or, you know, whatever the failure is right in your life. Right. And we can learn from that. So um, I think that's a good distinction. And one more thing I want to say too, this is a really good business move that you made at Equinox. Mm -hmm. you, there was all this gray area, right? There's you said there's 30 trainers, 30 trainers, bro. That's crazy. So I've never seen anything like it. It's crazy. So the, the average, the average member has no idea what differentiates you right. from all these other trainers. So yeah. for you to, to, to do like you, you went like black and white or like oil and water, like, like you either love me or you hate me. And those people who love me, you're going to get all those people versus the people who are like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Do I go here? Do I go here? I think that's a really good, that's a really good move. Thanks, man. It turned out the people I got were, were kind of rebels. They're, they're kind of <laughs> right. They, 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 cause it was an environment where it's very, it's almost like, it was almost like Stepford wife kind of environment. Everybody, you know, and I don't mean just any disrespect. I'm just saying what's the best way I can describe it. Everybody was, yeah. you know, a lot of the women would come there with their makeup on to work out. A lot of the men would come with their best workout gear that, and they do workouts that weren't necessarily sweaty, you know, <laughs> but right. so, so that kind of environment looked good. And my people are like, no, let's just let's, let's go after it, you know? So, cause that's, that's my mentality when I train. Yeah. So. I think that's the way to go. What, so what is uh when you first start with somebody, what's like the, the on-ramp, like how do you get people going from never having fought before to getting not only the mindset, but the physical prowess to, to get you know, going? How do you do that? It, it, it's a funny thing. So first, if I, I meet a person, I talk about what their goals are. And again, a lot of my people tend to be the same lean muscle mass. And, you know, people have, I want to get leaner here. I want to get leaner here. You know, I've worked with men and women and, um, you know, uh, they, they, women tend to have some of the similar, some of the similar goals and men tend to have some of their same goals, but there's also a lot of cross-section as you, as you can imagine, but really it just starts with, okay, um, well, I also do boxing, kickboxing, and they'll say, oh, tell me more about that. I'm interested. Do I, am I, are we going to be fighting? Am I going to get hurt? I said, no, we're going to do something called mitt work. I'm just going to hold some mitts. I'm going to teach you how to punch. And if you're interested, kick. I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds like fun. Let's try that. I put the gloves on them, put the hand wraps on them. I show them about what the hand wraps are about, what the gloves are about. I have my own gloves. I have my whole, my, my own whole thing, Ignite Fight Fitness. And then we start with the jab. <laughs> I, have four, four, I have four things that I, I talk about that four points to the jab, four points to the cross and how to move your body and how you stand. And, and then we just, and I have a whole system that I've been using for years that I just build them up into different combinations and what this combination is called. It's my own little thing, but this is gonna call what that's called and move here, move there, it's a whole little thing. But, uh, but I've been fortunate in that it's, you know, it's funny, I went to college to learn martial arts, but there's nothing about college outside of my experience in martial arts. And I also did a uh, spoken word back in the day, but, and mm. that, it was huge i did a lot of performing and you were down in la that's huge in la yeah it was huge it was yeah. a monster in la yeah. so those are, the, those are the two things i spent most of my time on outside of school itself yeah. there's nothing or i should say almost nothing about my degree that relates to what i do now virtually okay. everything about what i do now relates to what i did outside of college so i was in school but everything i do now relates to what i did kind of surrounding school you know what i mean yeah. So 100%. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I, find that, <laughs> I find that fascinating. But you know, what you said earlier was a great point too. I want to say I learned to fight 
in life through fighting in the cage and on the mat and in the gym. And mm-hmm. as a result, I, I learned later on, later on, uh, I, I got, I, I found myself about three or four years ago, I found myself in a really tough spot, um, you know, uh, upset, angry, depressed. I was going through a lot of things and I had to kind of work my way out of this rock bottom situation. So I created this, um, uh, so I created this, um, this process, right? I wasn't, I wasn't aware of it at the time. At the time, I was just doing what I could to get to the next day. But when I had a chance to kind of get to a good spot where I am and look back, I realized that there's a process that I went through and I, and I used that as part of my, part of my coaching. Mm. Some of us are in, some of us are doing well. We're just trying to get to the next level. But there's also a lot of us, uh, particularly men that are in tight spots and we're not sure how we got there and how to get our way out. So I created a program based on my own experience called FIGHT. The acronym is called FIGHT. And to help people figure out a way to kind of essentially step-by-step uh, step work themselves out of the situation. So literally when you said fighting or, or, or applies to you know, competition in life, that is exactly my experience actually. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, that's one thing, one thing I tell people is like, if you have all these different goal categories, you can have a health wellness goal, you can have a financial goal, you can have a family goal, a community goal, business goal, whatever. I think that foundational goal is your health and wellness goal. Number one, it's gonna give you the energy to right. pursue all these other goals. And number two, it's gonna give you a context and a framework so that you know how to pursue the other goals. And right. it sounds like you've done that same thing. You've, you've taken that FIGHT acronym. Is that something you can share with us? Yeah. What yeah, FIGHT stands for? Yeah, I'd love to. I'm creating a, a course around it um, that'll be out in March, but uh, so I can kind of delve into it more. But it's real simple. It's, um, so I was at a tight spot. I was uh, in a situation where my FIGHT coach uh, at the time that I had, his name was Pops, he passed away in 2017. So that fight I mentioned in Bellator, he, my, my fight coach that I had been working with for three years prior, he was in the hospital at that time that that fight was going on. We were training in January. He was in the hospital in February and I fought in, I believe it was March, you know? And then he had passed away by, I want to say May. So it was a really tough time. So I was going through that. A couple of years later, um, I decided to uh, start the process for a divorce. And, um, and then I found myself in just, and I was, you know, kind of at the, I was, at the, I was lower than I've ever been. I've been, you know, pretty low a couple of times, but I've never been that low. I didn't realize that there was that low. Now, you know, then there was a natural depression and everything that comes along with depression, right? And so, um, so I had to, and, you know, I found myself at times literally like on the ground, curled up in the ball, having clients, some of which know what's going on, but they don't know the whole depth of it. Some of it, some don't know because I have to, you know, because I have to perform, right? Right. And having clients that I have to go see in an hour, and I'm trying to figure out how to put myself together, you know, because mm-hmm. I, because I, I'm at, and I'm at a point where I have, you know, virtually nothing. So, the that I say all that just to, to kind of lay the land. So what I had to do is I had to decide again. I didn't know this at the time. I had to look back and I went through my notes. I do a lot of journaling, so I went through my notes and I thought back and I was like, oh, this is the process I went through. The first mm-hmm. thing was uh, F is for faith, and faith doesn't have to be a religious thing. It can be. And that's very helpful, but it doesn't have to be. It can be pragmatic. It can be something as simple as, what am I going to choose to believe? And that's important because everything else that you do after that is based on that belief. So I chose to believe at the time. um, I prayed a lot and I found myself, and I prayed to this day. Every morning I do a little prayer. And my my whole thing is I'm a spiritual person, not so much a religious person. I don't have anything against it. I'm more of a spiritual person. But uh, I started praying. I said, just please help me. The three most powerful words I think you can never say if you're low please help me 
right? And then my, and then I decided I can make this better. That was my first kind of declaration. I know that I can make this better. Cause I said, you have to decide something. Either you're gonna decide left, you're gonna decide right. You're gonna decide up, you're gonna decide down. We have to decide something. So I decided I can make this better. And I said, please help me. And then I, so that's F is for free. And I is inventory. Inventory is what do you have? So I had my car, I had my books, I had my clothes, that's it. <laughs> so then I said, but then I thought, no, I actually have more. I have a business, I have clients, I have, um, I have money coming in, I have some friends, I lost a lot of friends, but I have some friends still, I have a uh, family, you know, so sometimes when you're low, you literally have to take a step back, because you most likely have a lot more than you think, and when you take inventory of what you have, you can say, oh, actually, I need, the next step is this, and this person either has it, or this person knows where I can get it, right, the next step is this, so if I use this, then I can get there, right? So you take inventory and then there's growth. Growth is where are the opportunities where you can do better? Like, how did you get yourself in this situation? And what can you do so you don't get yourself in this situation again? What are, your, what are those, those, those growing pains that you can kind of learn from and do better moving forward? And then uh, H is have a plan. So what's your 90 day plan? What's your 30 day plan? What's your one day plan? Like, it depends on how kind of like stressed you are. But you can have a plan. Some people talk about 90 days, six months, three years, five years. But if you're like really struggling, what is your plan just for today? What even what is your plan just for the next hour can be valuable? Because I learned that putting one foot in front of the other and just saying, okay, the next hour I have this one client. So I gotta, I gotta just get myself there. That can actually start like a uh, like a like a like a spiral, but in a good way, like an upward spiral to the, oh, okay, here's the next thing. Here's an, it can start to provide you energy. It starts to provide you with a direction. If you can't, if you, if you ha can't decide past that, it can provide you with a momentum that you can use in a positive way. So, so H is have a plan. It can be 90 day, it can be nine day, it can be nine minutes, right? Whatever is, whatever is needed in that moment. And then T is your team. And this is one of the things I talk about the most, like it's called your fight team, your success team, your mastermind, you know, Napoleon Hill, but who are the three to five people for men? It should be men, in my opinion, three to five people that you can go to for almost anything at almost any time. You have to build your, your new kind of fight team because you'll have to have people that'll um, build you up. That'll tell you when you're full of shit. I don't know if I can say that. They'll tell you when you're full of crap <laughs> and, <laughs> and also hold you accountable. Like, hey, man, you said your 90-day plan was this, but you're not doing anything like that. Like, oh, yeah, you're right, you know. So, and then each, and each of those, so I, I like five person, and each of those five people has a, has a, has a distinction, right? There's your, there's your ride or die, you know? That's like your, that's like your, it's a person you can call and say, hey, you know, like that movie, I, I can't tell you what we're doing or where we're going, but we have to leave right now. <laughs> right. Okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah. It's your, it's your ride or die. And then there's your, your big brother person kind of gives you some advice. They kind of have it more together, but they don't look down on you. They don't make you feel bad, right? Um, then there's the, your mentor, someone that's like way up there, someone that you, you really admire and respect. And they'll give you kind of like the path. They'll kind, of, they'll kind of lay out for you based on what they did, right? Then there's a coach. Like you're a coach, I'm a coach. Could be a life coach. Someone that's kind of a little bit further removed, but it's good because they can give you a very objective kind of uh, perspective of what you have going on yeah. uh, and then there's like a someone that you like like a father figure oh. i think that's hugely important. it doesn't have to be your father not all of us i i, I have my father my, i'm good with my father 
But a father figure person is a person that can give you the perspective, but there's also a layer of love on it. You know, right. you need the man, you need that. There's not a lot of, generally with the men that I speak, that I've spoken with, there's a large, it's in my opinion, huge, huge lack of love that many of us have felt that's resulted in a lot of how we act and where we are in terms of our depression rates and mental health rates and suicide rates. And, but also as men, we're not going to say, hey, I need more love. You know, right. <laughs> so, so you have to be proactive with finding the people that are just that you kind of have a natural affinity for and you start to develop a, like a father figure. Like that was my coach, like a relationship where there's like, they'll tell you something, they'll, they'll, they'll push you, they'll prod you, but they'll build you. And there's a layer of love where you're like, yeah, that's my, that's my father figure guy. You know, you just know, you know, you don't yeah. know how to speak it. You just know, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. Th- I think that's great. I want to reiterate. I want to go back to, to the five uh, faith. Mm-hmm. or uh, fight, right? Fight. Um, the F is faith. Yes, sir. The I is inventory. Where mm-hmm. are you now? Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you were talking too, especially about the inventory, I was like, oh, I've been here. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, G is growth. Mm-hmm. H is have a plan. And T is team. I think this is fantastic. Um, sure. And you said you're making, a, you're making a program on it in March, just coming up next month. Yeah, I have a free masterclass in March. I can just talk to people about it and run them through my personal experience, the statistics that I found that are around that to support, like, for example, how successful you can be having a team versus yeah. having a team, how successful you are when you have faith. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of research that people have done based on how much more successful a person is based on faith, by, by not having faith, right? And again, it doesn't have to be religious. These how do, how, did you have a website that's going to be at or? Oh, I, I have my website now. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, ignitewithjeremymurphy.com. I don't know why I made it so long, but <laughs> but that's my, that's my website right now. It's not at there in a moment, but again, in March, I'll have the, yeah. Nice. Sounds right. good. Well, uh, Jeremy, I like to give uh, my guests a chance uh, to finish off the show with like a motivational speech. So you're up, uh, oh, wow. let's say you're given like a commencement address or you're, or like a keynote speech at a, yeah. At, a, at a business, a corporation or something. What, what's your one to two minute motivational speech for, uh, for your listeners? Wow, that's a good one. You know, this is a kind of a, this is one of those situations where in my mind, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I'd say. Now it's here. I was like, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I, I will say, um, you know, uh, going to back to the acronym, um, life is a fight. Um, uh, at least at least in the ways that if you, if there's a particular kind of life that you want to have, there's a particular way that you want to see your life, you, you're going to have to fight for it in some way, shape or form. Or the, I realized that the reason I found myself in a depressed state was because I was kind of like mm, on a treadmill of life in a sense. Like, I don't even know if that's the right analogy. It was like, I was like a shadow of myself and I was just running next to myself, right? There's a person that I thought I was supposed to be and I was just running along with that. But then when I realized that, I, that there's something else that I had been wanting and there's a certain version of myself that I've been wanting, the vision of my life that I've been wanting that's different from what I had been running alongside, you've grooved a path, you know, at least in my situation, I had grew, I, I, I grooved a, a path that was so deep and, and by deep, I mean, I've been doing that for so long and there was so much expectation from friends and family to be this way, that to run in a different direction was gonna take a lot of effort, way more so than I realized at the time. 
But I also knew that I couldn't run that path anymore because it wasn't honest, it wasn't true. And I wanna, um, my work now is to challenge people to ask themselves, are they living the life that they truly want? And if not, are they okay? Or do they want to fight to have the life that they really want? Because it's gonna be a fight to, to get out of that groove and to create a new groove. But I, wanted to, but I do wanna express that um, I believe it's possible. I do, I do believe it's hard or it can be hard, at least I should say. I believe it's possible and I believe it's worth it. But if you're this person where you're not okay here and you want to be here, but you're forcing yourself to stay in this pocket, right? You're forcing yourself to stay in this pocket. The reason I believe that that's detrimental to you, man, man woman, or child, is because this is, the, this, is a, this is a realization I came to, to myself. I came to the realization that if I'm lying about the life that I'm living, then everything else that I say is a lie, even if it's the truth. Because I'm living a lie, literally. You know what I mean? Right? So if I'm living in a place that's a lie, everything else that I say is a lie. Now, if I go and live the truth, if I go and live my truth, then everything I say comes from a completely different perspective. Even if you don't like it, even if I said, even if I said, Chris, your hair looks crazy, right? Even if you said, that's a mean thing to say, but he said it with integrity because that's how he really feels. You have to respect that. Right? Hold on. You respect that. So, <laughs> I think it's great. I, Is, I'm that just, Is that better? Is that better? But I'm just saying, uh, and, and you know, I'll end it with this. Um, I had this interview with uh, Nipsey Hussle and he said something that I thought was brilliant along these lines. And he said, you have two choices. He said, you can either be at war with yourself and at peace with the world or you can be at peace with yourself and at war with the world. Ooh, now, those are our choices, right? Yeah. Those are our choices. And until we get to, and that be at war with your, at war with the world part, I think even that starts to go away. The more you become at peace with yourself, I think that even starts to dissipate. But in the, in, in, in the interim, there is a, there is a point I feel where you have those two options and you have to decide. Yeah. I think, yeah. that's where, I think that's where a lot of us struggle is because we don't, we don't want to decide. We don't want to look at it, but you know, it's there, you know? Right. So, wow. Like that's... you need help to help get them to the other side. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. Um, wow. Thank you for that. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy, you, you mentioned your website, ignite with Jeremy Murphy.com. Uh, any other ways people can get in touch with you, social media, anything yeah. else? I spend uh, a good amount of time on Instagrams. I'm at, uh, ignite, um, would be underscore with underscore Jeremy <clears throat> on Instagram, ignite underscore with underscore Jeremy. Um, and I'm on Facebook, ignite with Jeremy, all ran together. But the, the best place to find me is either on Instagram or you can find me Jeremy Murphy on, on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I think it's just Jeremy Murphy. Jeremy, I think it's Jeremy D. Murphy on LinkedIn. But, um, those are the best places to find me, LinkedIn and Instagram. In my Perfect. Website. Yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. Well, everybody, thank you so much for watching Health in the Real World. I'm here again with Jeremy Murphy, confidence coach and uh, trainer, martial arts trainer. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Hey, man. Thank you. This is great. Appreciate it, man. Keep grinding. You're doing awesome, brother. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.